Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of $7 Latte. This is your host Lizette. Um, just want to say welcome back guys. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys have your Starbucks and you're just chilling, listening and having a great day overall. Um, a short check-in. I've been really busy. Life has been going really good recently. I've been busy with school, just getting closer to my professors and taking steps into my career or at least deciding what specific direction I want to go in. There's that. I've been getting closer to my family. I've been having great like experiences with my best friends um, and just trying new things, living life, enjoying life overall, making new friends. And yeah, guys, um, today, the drink for today is iced, don't come for me if I say wrong, but iced chestnut praline latte from Starbucks. Oh, so fucking good. So good. And then on the top, I really don't like the whipped cream, but um, on top, they put like little like, I guess, chestnut little like, like little crumbs on top. It's so fucking good, guys. A 10 out of 10, you have to try it. Um, but yeah, diving into today's episode, though the year is not entirely over yet because it's the beginning of December, um, I'm just going to be reviewing a few things that I learned and experienced and yeah guys, I hope you guys stay with me, learn something, take something with you. Alright, so lesson number one I learned this year is, okay, it may be, it may, like, I may be going with, like, the deepest ones first, but in my head, I organized this as the years went by, like, what I learned to, through January, February, March, and so on and so forth. You get me? So stay with me. I don't mean to be dull. I just want to, like, give you guys some wisdom and save you some, like, heartache and all that freaking jazz. So, lesson number one is, do not give up on someone who is trying their best. Do not share too much about myself. I don't want to get crazy out here. Um, the past three years, one of my closest family members is dealing with um, is dealing with her addiction. She relapsed. So just being present for her when she's not even wanting to like, tr- like she's not even in the right headspace, you know. But she's there. She's willing, you know. And every time things get tough, she would not want to push herself, or she didn't even ignore. She didn't even she was not even aware like of how bad things were getting but I pushed her I like to say like I did push her you know like and I did show up for her when she was at least trying you know she was trying her best to get back where she was despite her not even being able to see how deep she got um and it's like a good example of this, if you don't know, if you don't know anybody who's dealt with addiction or relapse, um, it's like a sick child. Like imagine your little baby brother, he's sick. He's squirming and punching you because you're trying to give him medicine. He doesn't know that the medicine, in this example, it's like he doesn't know that the medicine or the effort you're giving into him, the love that you're pouring into him, is actually helpful, right? So my per- my my family member, she would literally be so mean to me. She would just push me away, run away, and, but at the end of the day, it's like she's a squirming child that doesn't know she needs help. So me just showing up, I feel like I helped her a lot, and like, I can gladly say, knock on wood, pray to God, um, that right now she is about four months clean, and I don't think that could have happened if my family and I just walked away and gave up on her, because sometimes we need that support from other people. Alrighty, to lighten this up. Number two, um, 
Number two is boundaries, letting boundaries within myself, my relationships, my with my parents, with my friends. And I kind of learned this from giving my energy to that family member. It's like, yes, they need my help, but at the same time, um, it was just exhausting. It was bringing me down to help her. And I'm like, you know what? I need to establish a boundary here. I can only give you so much of myself before I'm, I'm pulled down with you. And that doesn't help any of us. So that's where I learned boundaries. I learned to be, I learned what was too much for me to give and what did I not need to give her, you know? Like an example um, in a relationship that I learned this year was, um, okay, it's just, you know, like, okay, stay with me, stay with me. It's like, I love hanging out with my boyfriend. What's it called? So every time he would text me or call me, he'd be like, hey, let's go here and there. I'd be like, okay, let's go. Like, fucking my dumbass would drop my homework and go. There was no boundary. There was no self-boundary there. But him, on the other hand, if he was busy, he'd be like, actually, no, I can't hang out today nor tomorrow because I have this and this. And he was regulating self-boundaries. He was regulating boundaries in our relationship that kind of like told me like where his priorities were, which is not fucking bad. Like, you know, he has direction, he has self-control and I didn't. So this year, like I, I had a lot of like, oh, I want to go out with him. I want to go out with my friends, like just screaming, like the fear of missing out. But at the same time, it's like, no, I'm not missing out on anything that is not meant for me. I'm working on me. I'm working on my homework for my goals, you know? And I learned that those types of boundaries and that goes to just like, yeah, like diving into school 100%. I feel like that's where it's most applicable for me. Or just like if I don't got it like that financially, I don't need to go out. Like I have a budget to maintain and I'm I'm establishing that boundary with me and my wallet. Okay. Number three, a lot of people on TikTok, like um, maybe it's just my fucking feed on TikTok because I talk about this with my best friends and they're like, what the fuck is that? We have no, our TikToks are not like the same at all. But nonetheless, on TikTok, it's like when I'm like in my little self-healing, self-evolving era, a lot of people are stressing the power of books. Oh, I fucking love to read. I fucking love it. And books are so powerful. They have so much um, like wisdom to offer you, right? So much knowledge, right? So I was reading, I read like a good five books. I'll put like, um, no one fucking asked. Never mind. I was like, I'll put it in my link in my bio. No, I'm like, no one asked. Never mind. But... What's it called? When we read books, people on social media just list them. They're like, these helps me. This book helped me grow. This book taught me this. What nobody in those fucking videos taught me is that you need to, if you resonate with the book so well, if that book is so fucking touching and endearing to you, and what you learned was actually 100% applicable to what you need to learn, you need to read the book, highlight that book, annotate that book and when i say highlight i mean the parts where you're lacking where you're lacking and where you need to like step up because your books are like your textbooks that you're gonna apply to life like when you read self-help books self-development books they're ultimately to better yourself right to take these to take these messages these passages with you so don't just read the book and be like, oh, this is really good. Don't just read the book and post about it. I hold myself accountable because I do that shit all the time on my Instagram. But also, read it, write on it, 
carry it in your car, carry it in your purse, carry it in your backpack, and go back and see where you can actually apply those themes in real life. A really good book recommendation that I'm pretty sure everyone, everyone on the grandmama has seen this book is the the Four Agreements. I don't have that's I just know the title over here. I don't know the author. I'm sorry, but you can Google it. It's a really popular and very easy read book, and the lessons learned are so simple. It's fucking oh my god! Like it's literally so simple, but it makes all the difference. And the Four Agreements are basically types of um. Lessons that you can learn from the the author, right, the narrator. Lessons that you can learn that are so simple and really make an impact in your life. And I'm just gonna skim over them. The first one is keep your word. Always be intentional with your word. Be careful what you say, and do what you say. Mean what you say. If you will not be, if you have an appointment and you tell someone, oh, I will be here like at 11 o'clock, and you're not there at 11 o'clock. Keep your word. Be honest. If you're not gonna wake up early and make it at eleven o'clock, you know, be a hundred percent honest with your word. Number two is do not take anything personal. Everybody, not all the fucking time, but like most of the time, everyone is projecting their internal wounds, their internal thoughts, their internal emotions that they're not verbally expressing. I work in food service, right? Here's an example. I work in food service, and sometimes I'm on register. Sometimes customers are freaking so mean. Actually, they're not that mean, but they just have an attitude, or they're not giving me the energy I'm giving them. Okay, and sometimes I want to take a person. I'm like, oh, they're they're being mean. They're being ugly, but actually, no, they're not. They're not being ugly to me. They're having a bad fucking day. They're having a bad shitty day. They just probably got in a fight with someone, you know, like over the phone. Just a scenario. And it's like now they're they have to get coffee and now someone's being overly excited. I can see that. I'm gonna put myself in their shoes, and it's not about me. It's about them. They're expressing if they speak in like an annoying to- an annoyed tone of voice, or they have annoyed eyes, or an an annoyed expression. It's not even about me. They're projecting. So do not take anything personally. Number three that I learned from the book: do not make assumptions. Do not assume. I feel like,、mm, okay, I have not been in a talking stage in so long. I've been like doing this shit with my partner for quite a while,、um, and do not make assumptions. Okay, so I was like, go, just going back to that, it's more just like when you're talking to someone, whether that's like flirting or just talking to someone. And wait, I don't know if I have an example for this. In my head, I just, I just did. Basically, don't assume. Give me one second, guys. Oh, okay. Assuming, okay. Think of like you're making new friends, and you're like, I don't think she likes me. You're thinking, I don't think she likes me. Why is that? Because she's not giving me a hundred energy, or she's not giving me, you know, like good energy. And it's like, but then again, like I don't know her. She's an adult. I'm an adult. I'm not gonna waste my energy, get butt hurt, because I think she doesn't like me. No, we're both adults. We can both communicate. And if she doesn't like me. Then she needs to express that, and until she does express that, I'm not gonna act on anything. Like I'm not gonna stop talking to my friend. I'm not gonna like stop texting her. I'm not gonna switch my energy to compromise because I think in my mind, like with quotations, I think she doesn't like me. So do not assume anything until someone expresses it. And sometimes, I feel like if it's with strangers, don't assume. If it's with new people in your life. Don't assume. 
if it's someone that you know in your life, like you're close to, it's like, all right, I can afford to, to like step on a limb here and reach out. Otherwise, don't waste your time, don't waste your energy. Don't assume. Number four, always do your best. I fucking learned this this year with school. Always do your best. There's literally no reason to not always do your best. Okay, it's kind of kind of self-explanatory. Okay, lesson number five is... Okay, this kind of goes with like always try your best. Lesson number five that I learned this year is try in school. And actually try at something. Try at everything you do. Many people fear success... And that's why they don't begin at all. Or like, do you ever, like with my podcast, I'm not saying it's fucking going to be booming, no. I got like a good like, clap on the back, clap, like, you know, like hugging you guys. I got a good, like probably like 70 people, 20 people who actually listen to my podcast cons- consistently, like, you know. Um, but a lot of people don't like to start because they're afraid of success. They're like, well, what if it does work out? Ooh, what if it does work out? So they get scared. And that's why... I am, I'm going to be honest, I have not tried my best with this podcast. But it's the fear of like, well, what if it does work out? And it's also the fear of like, what if it doesn't? But reshifting that mindset, it's like, but what if my podcast does? What if I actually try and my homework assignment, I get 100%. What if I actually go to tutoring for that paper final and I actually get 100%? What if, like, you know, what are the odds that I'm going to succeed if I'm doing the fucking work? So... It's just a little little notion for myself, a little nudge to actually try my best. It doesn't hurt at all. Okay, number five, no, number six, sorry guys. Take days off and spend it with family or friends. And also, like, if you spend time with family, be present for them. Actually show up for them. For me, this is applicable with my grandparents. Mm, since COVID, my grandparents really don't go out much. Because um, they're, like, in their late 70s, close to their 80s. So, like, their health is not all that well, but they are functioning. Thank God. Bless God for that. But, um, with my mom, like, I'll go out. Like, out, out. You know, we'll go eat, go for walks. But my grandparents, like, they just stay home. So, recently, I've been learning to just, like, give them at least, like, four hours when I can. Like, I'm talking about four hours. Like, the number, I'll, you know. It's like, I just spend four hours with them watching TV. Four hours with them uh, looking through photos. Four hours just... Teaching them how to fucking maneuver their touchscreen phones because it's a struggle for them. They don't know how to find their contacts. It's literally so simple and it's like, it does not cost me anything. And, you know, I live with them now, but I can see why it's a pain in the ass. It's like, oh, I have to drive over there. I have to chit chat. Like, grandparents are so sweet. Grandparents are so like, oh, I don't want to get emotional. But they're just so loving. Like, they just want to feed you. They just want to like, ask you questions about how to fucking put their alarm on in the morning it does not take much to be present for them to show them you care so yeah number seven go to concerts go to concerts like okay actually um i kind of scared to go to concerts because everyone expresses themselves different and i feel like music is such an intimate thing but i feel like everyone expresses themselves differently um nonetheless music is timeless but the artist is not and this year I went to like a lot of like, I went to a few raves, I went to like a lot of concerts and it was just so cool because it was new music, you know, like the artists worked hard like within this year to create these, this, these beats, these, these moments for us. And I think it's pretty fucking cool because like a lot of the artists I saw like they're in their prime right now. That's pretty badass. Number eight, um, sorry if I go, I'm saying my fucking numbers wrong, but number eight, 
You are who you surround yourself with, so find quality friends and supportive friends. I feel like this year, well, the past three years, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, they've been kind of rough for me with in the aspect of family. But every time, um, I had friends that could pick me up. Like, fucking my best friend, Erica and Valerie, my best friends, Erica and Valerie, have probably helped me move out of my house probably twice. Um, in emergency, like, I, I called them crying and they came. Like, through a lot of the fucking breakups and bullshit that I've been through this year, like, they were my go-to people and they were just always there to to lift me up with warm with warm open arms and also like i said you are who you hang out with so make sure that you guys are chasing the same goals or similar goals like you guys are both you guys are all chasing your variations of success to each of you guys and i feel like that's gonna make a powerful a powerful trio and number eight make your no number nine make your work environment warm and enjoyable the past like four months, I've been getting really close to my coworkers, and dude, fucking work is so chill. I feel like I got lucky with cool coworkers because not everyone has that experience. But ultimately, you're in charge of your relationships. You're in charge of your interactions. You hold and you create with other people. But you need to fuck if you're gonna be there for like 32, 30, fucking 40 hours a week. You might as well make friends. You might as well fucking go to chat with your boss. That's the way like I think like. If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna have every shift with fucking Candace over here, I will make sure she's my friend. Like we're gonna have fun, you know. And work has been a breeze. Um, I'm a supervisor now. I feel a little comfortable in my position, and I feel like I just get along with everyone. Fucking knock on wood. Watch them talk shit about me. Not just kidding. But I feel like, you know, I'm in a good place with my coworkers and my job. I love it there. And number nine. No, what? Okay, number ten. Learn about yourself. Be honest with yourself about your wants, your dislikes, your pleasures, and your goals. Um, this year, I feel like I learned a lot. I consumed a lot, but I'm still a dumbass. So did I apply a lot? Actually, no. But I learned a lot of information, like a lot of self-help books. Um, I learned a lot of knowledge. I learned a lot. I went to, like, I go to therapy. I'm open about it. So I just learned a lot about myself, my triggers, my traumas. Why do I think this? Why do I think that? why do i let myself be treated like that and generational trauma like unlocking that um so yeah and also be honest with what you want um i say this in terms of let's see education i really thought i wanted to be a teacher i do want to be a teacher but um right now i'm not chasing i'm chasing i don't like the word chasing because obviously then it means like you don't have or you're in lack of but right now, I'm chasing money. I'm chasing, like, I'm not, I don't want to be a teacher right now. Like, I don't have patience to give. I want to, like, my career is going to be communication PR. So that's, like, working in, like, a corporate job, but also working hands-on. I don't want to work with students because I don't have the patience to give them. I don't, right now, I don't think I have the effort to sit down and talk to second graders. and teach. Like, I want to have conversations. I don't want to be teaching. Does that make sense? At least not right now. And so while being honest with myself, I just made the switch. I just switched my um I switched my majors and I feel really good. I feel really confident in that. And confident in myself that I'm able to like when like when the time comes and the opportunity arises, like I think I'll be fucking badass at that. Um and just on the topic of learning yourself, also invest in yourself. Invest in your clothing sense. I'm twenty one, I realized um I'm not gonna grow anymore. 
Uh, right now I'm a size zero, probably the biggest size I'll be is like a size four. And I'm like, actually, I can afford to like financially, and I can also afford to buy myself expensive clothes now. I'm not gonna grow. I might as well start buying the clothes I actually fucking want, clothes that I'm gonna take care of, you know. I also got developed a skincare routine. I don't fucking like, sorry guys, but like, I have a skincare routine now. I love it, and I just feel so cleansed and clean when I do it every night. And what else? What else? What else? Hobbies. Tiny hobbies. I got into cooking. I'm not a fucking chef, no, but I know how to make more than chicken and rice now. That's for sure. I got back into reading. That was an ASMR. I accidentally burped. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if you guys heard that. I got into reading, and I used to read when I was in middle school. Now, in as adult, now as an adult, I read so fucking fast. Like pat on the back. I think that's so cool. Like I could read like a good um. 400 page book in a good five hours if I really wanted to if it was that interested interesting number 11 oh this is a big one stop doing things for the male gaze just with means of self-expression make your social media what you actually want it to be of course everybody has their niche on social media but at the same time I think Let's be fucking honest here, be fucking for real. A lot of people do things for validation of the opposite sex, and I mean, that's what Instagram is turning into. It's becoming like a dating thing. I'm not opposed to it. You know, fuck, like if someone wants to show their tits for guys' attention, I'm like, alright, if it works, it works. But um, for me, um, I don't really do that anymore. I, like, honestly, to be honest, like that's why I call myself, maybe not for guys, but like validation from like my friends, like, oh, the pretty girl thinks I'm pretty, like, what? Like, Oh, gold star for Lizette. Now I'm just like, honestly, I'm gonna post when I feel good to post. Like, I'm gonna wear like a showy top because I love this showy top. Not because I think like that guy is gonna think, like, oh my god, like, you know, I'll be honest, I don't got a dumb chuck. So it's like, I can't wear flattering jeans. But it's like, I wouldn't wear them for guys now. Like, honestly, I just gave up on fucking wearing jeans. It's like, honestly, I like wearing long skirts. I feel so confident and I feel so pretty within myself. I'm not seeking external validation anymore. I'm wearing these outfits because I feel good in them. I feel it's like when a child think of a little girl and she wants to wear a princess dress. It's not so a guy, a little boy like. It's a metaphor. It's not like for a little boy to think, oh, she's so pretty, a pretty princess. No, it's more because she feels pretty in her dress. She feels pretty. She likes the sparkles. That's what. I'm learning as an adult to just for me, just for comfort, just for, just for myself, you know? And yeah, guys, I hope you guys resonated with some of these. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. Um, I feel like overall, I learned a lot. I've learned a lot of habits that work. I've learned a lot of habits that don't. I've experienced a lot. Nonetheless, um, I'm so excited for 2020. I think one of the next upcoming videos or just like probably little like talks on my Instagram, Instagram is going to be about vision boards and like my intentions for next year. So DM me if you listen to this. DM me if you want to hear more about that. Um, and yeah, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day. I love you guys. Happy, happy December.